My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, Canada, and uh, well, up in Canada for the summer, enjoying myself. We like to have bonfires up here, of course. You've got to keep a good eye on it because there are some troubles up north where half the forest is burning down. However, my fires do not get nearly that big. I am very safe and cautious with my fires. I don't mess around with it, but it is a hobby of mine. I like making nice little controlled fires, and then you just stare at it like a caveman. Keep making it a little bit bigger, trying to burn up the real thick logs of wood that you put on. It's fun. It's a boring hobby, but it's a nice one. There's something deeply psychological that's satisfying about building a successful fire. And if you cook over that fire, all the better. Why wouldn't you want to cook some potatoes and steaks and sausages over a nice fire that you made with your own hands and lighter fluid? Well, anyway, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to get into the letter X. The letter X. Because pronunciation difficulties are taxing and exacerbate expecting exactness, fixating accent exaggeration indiscriminately. And that's why it's important to practice particular letters. Because if you're looking for exactness by exaggerating sounds, but you don't know which sounds to exaggerate, then you won't know if you should say ix or if you should be expecting, expecting to say ix. Is it igs or ix or x? Of course, sometimes it is also x, isn't it? And beyond that, sometimes it's a z. Sometimes it makes a z or or z sound. So we're going to be talking about these sounds today and the sounds that the letter x makes depending on the letters around it. Now, before I get into any of that today, I would just like to remind you that this podcast is available on a plethora of different podcasting apps. And what I would advise you to do is to hit subscribe, to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting app, because then you will be updated whenever I've got new things coming out. Now, let me walk you through a scenario real quick. You are driving down the highway and you're not in Germany today. Today, there is no Autobahn in sight. There is a speed limit on your highway and you are just ripping down a little over the speed limit because you're excited you're practicing your english listening to the english out loud podcast but to your dismay you look in your rear view mirror and you see flashing lights Uh uh-oh a police officer has caught you they pull you over you're sitting in your car hands on the steering wheel looking in the mirror you see the police officer is approaching your vehicle They look pretty relaxed, but, you know, they carry this pad of paper in their hand so that they're ready to take notes about anything. And you roll down your window and they say, Sir or ma'am, do you have any idea how fast you are driving? And you'll say, Yes, officer, I do know how fast I was driving. I was a little over the speed limit. However, I was listening to this great podcast about how to pronounce the American R sound. And the officer will say, 
That's incredible. How do you pronounce the American R sound? And you will then explain it to them in your own way how they can pronounce the American R sound. And they'll say, wow. And they'll say, wow. I did not know that that's something I could pull off on my own. And I'll tell you what, the only note that they're going to be writing down from there is English Out Loud podcast because they are going to want to know where they can find the American R sound. The officer will be grateful to you for sharing this information. So grateful that they'll give you an escort. They'll give you a pass. They will say, oh, you wanted to drive 130 kilometers an hour. I'm going to give you an escort at 150 kilometers an hour because I am so grateful for your assistance with my R sound. This could happen to you. This could happen to you. We all make mistakes. We all drive a little fast sometimes. It happens. And I mean, hey, if you can use this podcast to get out of a ticket, uh, that's, that's what it's here for in the first place. That's what I made this for. So you can get out of tickets. So the English Out Loud podcast. Make sure you subscribe on your podcasting app of choice and you will be notified whenever new information comes out for you to learn from. Well, let's get to that information today with the X sound with the letter X because there are three different pronunciations for this letter and I want to cover all of them. So you see, the pronunciation of the letter X changes depending on the word's spelling and the placement of X in the word. Many people hesitate when pronouncing the letter X because they're unsure of which pronunciation to use. We're going to consider some guidelines here to clarify that. So the three pronunciations of X. X can sound like a X if it's in the middle or the ending of a word. It'll sound like a X, kind of like a K-S. X. X will sometimes sound like Igs. Igs. If it's between E and a vowel sound. Igs. Igs. And other times X will sound like a Z. A Z. If X is beginning the word. So let's consider all three of these right now. Let's just consider some words with these and get used to it. So first off, with that x, x sound, let's just repeat some funny little sounds right here. So like I said, ks, when we've got x in the middle of a word, typically when it's before an unvoiced consonant, and also when x is at the end of a word, going to make a x. Let's see these, such as expire, x, expire. Expired milk. Expired milk. Or another one here. Ox. Oxygen. Ox. Oxygen. Oxygen tank. Or axe. Like taxi. Taxi. Another one here, the sound ix. As in mix. Six. So that one there, the x. x I think everybody's familiar with that one. Most people don't seem to really struggle with that one. Here's the one that I see a lot of people hesitate with, though, is more the sound igs, igs. Because the trouble with X is not that people won't understand you, it's just that you may hesitate, and it may make your speech sound a little choppy. So some sounds with igs, exam, E-X-A-M, exam, a final exam, final exam, exactly, exactly right. Exa, exactly right. Why is X sounding like Igs? 
because it is starting the unstressed syllable. And so we don't pronounce a full eggs, otherwise it would sound stressed. And so we give it a quick and quiet igs, igs, exam, exaggerate. You hear that? Igs. Don't exaggerate. Uh, however, actually, for this, you do want to exaggerate a little bit. It lets your muscles adapt. Exa. Exactly. And finally, X will sound like a Z, like a Z, when it is starting a word. Words such as Xerox, Z, Xerox, or Xavier, Zay, Xavier. Xavier is a name. Xavier is a name. There really aren't too many words starting with X, so the Z, you know, you don't need to worry about it too much, but it may come in handy, may come in handy when you see a word starting with X, give it a Z, you'll usually be right. Okay, so those are our three rules there, and now we're going to practice them, as we do, as we often do. We are going to practice them. X will sound like a X, if it's in the middle or ending of a word. X will sound like Igs, Igs. If it's between E and a vowel sound, and X will sound like a Z, Z. If it's starting a word, Z, Igs, X. Let's take a look at a handful of phrases with this. Here's a good one here. Expert opinion. Expert. Expert opinion. Exit strategy. Notice here the eggs. It is stressed in this word. Exit strategy. Mix in water. Mix in water. Luxury suite. Luxury suite. And by the way, with that word luxury, you can actually say luxury or luxury. I hear both of them. And if you look on Youglish, you'll hear both of them as well. Luxury, luxury. I think it's just, you know, depends on where you grow up. Both are good. As long as you don't make it luxury or luxury. It's got to have a zh or a sh. Luxury, luxury. Luxury, luxury. Now let's consider now some longer sentences. How about they exaggerated my text? Exag text. They exaggerated my text. Let Max know Xavier took the next exit. Whoa, there's a good one. And, of course, you can find this in the show notes below the podcast if you want to read along. But let Max know Xavier took the next exit. Next exit. A spoon of mustard will relax acid reflux. Now, that is sincere advice that I'm giving you. If you have heartburn, that's what acid reflux is. When you feel like there's acid in your chest and it hurts and you lay down to go to bed at night, you know, maybe you had some pasta, maybe a glass of wine or a Pepsi. You lay down in bed at night and it feels like your chest is on fire. Acid reflux. Heartburn. What can you do about that? Well, you can, of course, take pills for it. However, if you want to try something new, I would suggest mustard. Mustard will relax acid reflux. Mustard will relax acid reflux. Say that with me. Mustard will relax acid reflux. Valuable information. Are you allergic to mustard? Don't do this. You know, that's my disclaimer right there. I'm not a doctor, but it works. It works for me. A spoon of mustard. You're going to think it sounds crazy. But when you've got acid reflux and you want to sleep, you're willing to do anything 
you're willing to go through surgery to remove your stomach from your belly so that you can get a good night's sleep. That's how bad acid reflux can be. It's terrible. If you work night shifts and you drink a little coffee to stay awake, you are prone to acid reflux. There are medical reasons behind that that I don't know anything about, but you are prone to it if you stay up all night and you drink coffee and maybe eat a snack. Acid reflux may hit you. Well, take a spoon of mustard. Take a spoon of mustard. Uh, Just try. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then, okay, you had a spoon of mustard, and, you know, maybe you don't like mustard. But if you can tolerate a spoon of mustard, acid reflux. Anyway, okay, moving forward. Moving forward with the uh, lesson here today. You're next in line. I expect you'll do exceptionally well. There's a good one. You're next in line. I expect you'll do exceptionally well. And one more here. In my expertise, I have extensive xylophone knowledge. Whoa. In my expertise, I have extensive xylophone knowledge. Now that we're aware of the X sound, now that we have an idea of what we're working with here, let's try that tricky sentence that I said at the beginning one more time. Why, why not? Why not? I'd like to give you something to practice with. So listen closely to how I read this out and repeat after me. Pronunciation difficulties are taxing and exacerbate expecting exactness, fixating accent reduction indiscriminately. Pronunciation difficulties are taxing and exacerbate expecting exactness, fixating accent exaggeration indiscriminately. Fun little sentence, and if you can manage to decipher that and read it along with me, all the better. Well, you know how I am. I like to talk about idiomatic expressions. That's something that I like to bring up in my classes, because idiomatic expressions help give your language an extra little kick. So let's consider a handful here. Here's a good one. Go the extra mile. That's what I'm doing right now. I go the extra mile and talk about idioms. What does that mean? That means to make more effort than is required of you. For example, wouldn't you go the extra mile for your family, for your kids, or your your significant other? You go the extra mile for them. How about another here? Think outside the box. Think outside the box. This is thinking creatively. Thinking creatively. You'll have to think outside the box to fix this problem. Think outside the box to fix this problem. Here's another one here. At the expense of someone. At the expense of someone. Expense of someone else. What does that mean? Well, that means to gain something from somebody else's loss. For example, I won a vacation at the expense of my coworkers means that something was happening. You won, you got a vacation, and they got to pay for it. Wouldn't that be nice to win a vacation at the expense of your coworkers? Well, hey, that's what I'm trying to make sure happens by making these podcast episodes. Because when you've got an advantage in your spoken language, then you can win things at the expense of other people. And one more idiomatic expression here. Sit back and relax. Just sit back and relax and enjoy your flight means just let someone else do the work. Sit back and relax. Sit, don't get worked up. Don't lift a finger. Sit back and relax. Sit back and relax, buddy. Let me do the work. 
I like when it's dinner time. I like telling people that just, hey, you, you folks sit back and relax. Let me cook the dinner. You can clean up. Sit back and relax. I'll do the cooking. You clean. And I'll tell you the truth. I make a big mess. I make a big mess when I cook. I use so many bowls and spoons and dishes and pots and pans. I use them all well. I know what I'm doing with them, but I use them all. I make a huge mess when I cook. I'll tidy it up a little bit, but I mean, you. the truth is, a little secret, you do not want to be cleaning up after me after I cook. I don't want to be cleaning up after me after I cook, and that's why I'll leave it to someone else. But other people, they don't want to cook, right? So I'll tell them, hey, you sit back and relax. I'm handling dinner tonight. And then after dinner, when you really want to sit back and relax, because after dinner, you got a nice full belly, you're feeling good. Do you want to go clean? No, you want to chill. You want to relax. And, well, that's what I get to do. And then I get to let other people clean up. Anyway, sit back and relax and keep checking out these episodes to boost up your English. Anyway, that's what we're working with here for today. The X. Sometimes it'll sound like a X. Sometimes it'll sound like Igs if there's a vowel sound following the X. Sometimes it'll sound like a Z, a Z when X is starting a word. So I hope that you've taken something away from this today. I hope that uh, that everybody listening has had something of value to pull out of this episode. Because if you get the letter X right and your friends or coworkers just can't get the hang of it, well, aren't you going to feel good about your English, right? And like I said, this can also get you out of speeding tickets on the highway. So make sure that you practice the letter X often. Anyway, I'm going to get to wrapping this one up for today. The date is Friday, July 30th. Today I had an interview with a very nice lady named Bianca, who was an absolute delight to speak with. We chatted for a good amount of time about our experiences, traveling, teaching, learning. So make sure that you check that out because Miss Bianca knows a whole lot about accent learning. And she has some great tips and resources on how you can take things to another level. So make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you can see as soon as I've got my interview with Bianca up. Just sit back and relax. Enjoy. Just enjoy. Anyway... Thank you for tuning on in today. This has been a wonderful chat, and I very much enjoyed myself with it. I hope that you've learned a lot about the X. I hope that you feel more confident in your English, and I hope that you feel like you want to listen to another episode, because I've got a ton of these episodes out now. And this, like I said, this isn't stopping anytime soon. I've got a lot more I want to release in the days to come. Anyway, have a wonderful day. Enjoy your breakfast. If you're eating breakfast, if you're sipping on coffee, enjoy your lunch, enjoy your dinner, enjoy your drive. If you're driving, enjoy cleaning. If this is in the background and you're there sweeping the kitchen, I'm always thinking about the kitchen, always thinking about food in the kitchen. If you're sweeping up your kitchen, enjoy it, enjoy it. Because is it not satisfying after sweeping and mopping and you look at your floor and it's extra bright and it smells nice and... Oh, what a treat. So make sure that you enjoy yourself. And beyond all that, have a good one. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. 
I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.